before we start this episode, we have an advertisement from our sponsors. Be sure to tune in live to Jester TRT Twitch live debate show where we touch upon current affair topics such as gun control and what our guy Trump is up to with their video games. We're live on twitch.tv slash JesterTRT Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern. And now we're going to return to our show where we have an extended gap of time where we've been uh, since we've been live last. We've been MIA for an extra week this time, so we have a bit of news to catch up on before we dive into our new news. Did you really just sponsor yourself? Yes, I did. I sponsored myself. I see. You don't like my sponsoring? I, I love it. I think it's amazing. We have. So now we're going to get caught up. And our first one is with No Man's Sky Beyond, which brings social gathering and new multiplayer experience to the game along with the VR mode, which is coming out next in a couple days, actually, next week, August 14th. So No Man's Sky is probably the biggest redemption game of history. The game that came out, it did bad. It got flopped. It oh, reviews. yeah. <laughs> And they were the only game developer that did not give up on their game, and they put so much work in, and they probably made their game one of the, like right now, I think it could have won Game of the Year if it launched right now. They put so much work in, they made their game an amazing game. It has a huge fan base behind it, the fan base it should have had. This game became highly popular now, and they constantly put out new, these all these new updates are coming out. Like they had No Man's Sky Next, which brought the game to the next level pun intended and then no man's sky beyond they have now and with the vr mode the new planets the new stuff they're adding they're also allowing you to milk aliens which will be kind of interesting a new little um dive into some extra things that they can go on and do uh so this did will you be say milk aliens yeah you don't like milking those aliens well when we do the area 51 raid of course that's what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna milk all the aliens that's why i'm going i need that's the only thing i need to do yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting concept. I kind of really, I, I like it. I like what they're doing. All the new things that I've read about it so far, it's looking cool. So we're going to be streaming that live um, probably next weekend. This comes out next week. This, come this, this comes out Tuesday, yes? Um, It actually comes out Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. They switch it. Yeah, they switch it up. It'll be out Wednesday. I'm going to pick it up and probably Thursday, Friday, maybe Saturday. I will be live streaming it on twitch.tv slash TRT, just like when Next came out. Let me just update my release date on my release date schedule for later so I don't say the wrong one. Yeah, get it knowing that it's next week. All right, so that sounds like a good... Is this, is this a, a paid DLC? Is it a free expansion? No, no, absolutely. So, I forgot that. None of their DLC, none of their expansions, their add-ons, none of them have been paid for. Everything that they've done, you bought the game, everything they do is free, which makes them one of the greatest developers. They don't charge you nickel and dime for it. They're putting, all, they're putting all this work in their game, and they put everything out for free. I think the only other one who does that is Rockstar with Grand Theft Auto. Everything for that's been free as well. That's the only... I don't um, know. They put out a lot of microtransactions. Well, I mean, there's microtransactions, but I mean, the, the actual content itself, like this whole casino expansion they just did, you know, being the most recent example, completely free, you know, and... I mean, of course, you have to have in-game currency, so I guess there could be your microtransaction, but the base itself... 
I wish more companies would take the lead and do that. But yeah. <laughs> what we got after? What do we got on our agenda here? Some next is you're taking it away with one of your topics. Oh here. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I'm sure y'all heard the news. Start spreading the news. Uh, Walmart, and this is you know we're gonna touch upon a little bit more of this on our since we're now sponsored by uh, Jester Talk at the Roundtable as they're one of our sponsors for this podcast, I feel like it's our obligation to also promote their show. And this Sunday, this may not be a topic this Sunday, but it might be. But um, so uh, the political side, we will explore more of on that show. But for this particular gaming podcast, we're not going to discuss the politics part of it right now. But Walmart has decided in their lovely wisdom that they would decide to ban promotional content that includes violent displays. So if you are, say you're releasing the latest Call of Duty game and you send Walmart a crap ton of promotional posters, some video trailers and all that stuff to add to air on their Walmart network, Walmart's not doing any of it. They're not going to hang the promotional posters. They're going to turn off the TVs while the promotional videos are playing. And this is to combat the recent, you know, the recent gun violence taking place, you know, with the recent shootings in different places, like such as Walmart, where there was one. Which one? Which one was the Walmart one? That was in. There was two Walmart ones this week, wasn't there? Uh, there's been so many. I'm not following the news, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, but yeah, the basically the whole thing now is it's it's getting to the point where. This is where we are. We we are banning promotional displays for that reason. So, um, I don't mean to laugh at the situation. I mean, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm laughing at the fact that, you know, this has been something that's been said since the 1980s, you know, that uh, when what you had, when you had, like, the original, like, Metal Gear Solid that was just pixelated nothing, and, you know, people were saying that was contributing to violence and doom in the early 90s and things like that. And it's been something that's been in the early 70s. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most violent games in history. I think so. That's what started it. What they should ban is they should ban Mario Party because that makes friendships explode. Hmm. No, but, but seriously, this is where we are with that. And um, it's just, you know, some Walmarts are actually refusing to comply with it because they think it's, you know, BS. And But you have to look at it from the other side, too, whereas the other side being these companies who send these promotional posts. The, these, you know, these gaming... It's not, it's not just gaming, either. The movie companies are also suffering because Walmart, if it's a violent movie, if it's, if it's a war movie, they're not going to play the trailer on their Walmart network now. Hmm. So, are they doing it for movies, too? Last time I yeah. saw it, it was all about just video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Walmart, any of their content, any of their content that can be advertised as far as that includes violent advertisements. So, you know, hmm. it's kind of it's kind of silly, but it's also, you know, like, like I said, these, these companies, these studios, these movie studios, these game companies, they spend, they have a huge advertising budget when they're, when they're pushing these games. So even though you already know, you and I know what Call of Duty is and everything like that, you know, there's some people out there who may not, and the only way they know about it is by seeing the poster in Walmart. And now they're not going to see that poster because Walmart thinks it's going to, you know, cause mass <laughs> problems. So, 
it's ridiculous because now these companies are going to be losing more money by paying for advertisements that aren't going to be seen and not by their not by you know people's choice it's so i'd be pissed if i spent you know say a million dollars to have an ad campaign specifically running in walmart and then walmart's like nope i'm not doing that (laughs) true but at the same point it is walmart i mean walmart's game selection was lacking anyway Mm. i feel a game store is better for it so I, i don't see it too much i would as a game developer i would just pull out of walmart completely and wouldn't even and you know what i'm glad you mentioned that because i think going forward that is something we may see if walmart and other stores especially well walmart seems to be the only store doing this but if other stores follow suit a lot of big you know big game studios that's exactly what they're going to do if you're not going to display if if you're not going to cooperate because a lot of these a lot of these companies they pay for that shelf space some of them have agreements with Walmart to pay for X amount of shelf space, to pay for like top tier, like you know, uh, I, I know what, what I was trying. To, I was trying to think of one of the companies that does, but my my brain just froze there. But you know, they pay for that shelf space. They're not getting it. Walmart's not living up to their end of the deal. They'll pull it out, you know. And Walmart's not going to give a crap because they're still going to make money on something else. But you know, if enough companies do it, it will start sending a message. So that's kind of what I'm actually hoping to see happen. I'm hoping to see these gaming companies, you know, stick to their roots and be like, you know, screw you. We got a digital storefront. We got GameStop. We got, you know, the independent game stores. We don't need your crap. We got Target. We got Best Buy. They ain't doing this crap. (laughs) Amazon's the biggest game seller now. Yeah, we got Amazon. (laughs) Amazon or digital? Digital's taking over. Yeah, they just actually, I just was going to share this uh, later on. For the first time ever, PlayStation Digital Store surpassed physical copies in their last quarter. PlayStation made more money on their digital, which is the first time that's ever happened in the history of PlayStation Store. And it seems it's the way it's going to keep going with the change and how we're going more digital. And they're even talking about getting rid of the uh, optical disk drives in their consoles. Well, that's what I said. I said I think next console, I think PS5 and, you know, Xbox Scarlet are going to be the last consoles that actually have a physical disk thing. And I think what's going to happen is mid-console generation, say 2023-2022... We're going to see PlayStation, you know, Sony's going to release re-release of yep. a version that has no di- disc. They're just going to do it's, what they said. Yeah, it's still going to be the PS5, but it's going to just be an upgrade to where it doesn't have. Now, the one, what makes me wonder is how they're going to incorporate the backwards compatibility because that's one of their big selling points. So <laughs> that I don't know yet, but um Moving away from that, speaking of kind of controversial subjects, uh, Twitch in general, I know we're on, I'm on Mixer right now because we're protesting Twitch. No, we're not protesting. But you know, some people are protesting Twitch, and uh, I think that causes a good discussion piece quickly because I'm not going to go into exactly what was said, but you know, Twitch's golden girl. Uh, we all know her as. Uh, Twitch's golden girl, Armoranth. She has a little bit of controversy this week because she said a certain phrase that people seem to think was something else, and she's saying she was only saying in the grocery store. So, for those of you who aren't following, she basically 
dropped, allegedly dropped the N-bomb followed by the word store. And I can't say on this podcast what the N-bomb is, but y'all know, you're not stupid, y'all know what it is. Well, you can say what uh, she was trying to say when she stumbled on her word, she was trying to say the bigger store. Uh, originally she said the grocery store, so now it's the bigger store, so... That's where I guess she was trying to say Big, big, make sure, I'm enunciating. Big, 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 big. Yeah, big. There's one store, and then she's trying to go down. There's another store that's an even bigger store that she wanted to go to, and then she stumbled on her words, and pow. Well, originally she was saying she was trying to say in the grocery store. So now it's a whole... All the same. All a matter of just one word. So, okay, here's my thing. Even if it was pronounced incorrectly and it was misunderstood funny thing is there's people who've been banned for that i can't think of the guy there's people who've been banned for a lot less but there was this one guy i can't remember his name i was just looking it up but i should have wrote it down he had said something he was playing a game and said um these effing idiots and the way he said idiots sounded like a derogatory slur somehow i have no idea how but it did and twitch banned him for like 30 days (laughs) All for that. She does essentially the same thing, and I'm not singling her out exactly, but you know, she has done some interesting things to say the least. Yeah. I mean, I watched her stream the other day and she was eating a cheeseburger in bra and panties. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. I don't care if you're going to eat a cheeseburger in a bra and panties, but my my concern though is if you as a, a you know a company are going to be banning people for doing similar things, then do it across the board, not just by those who no don't choose to not ban those people who are actually making you money, which is what it all comes down to. They're making she's making them a ton of money, so yeah, I think if she didn't have that cash flow coming in she would be banned. I mean, it's not just her, too. We, you can look at the Alinity thing that went on just, um, was it two weeks beforehand, too? She the one who threw her cat, or? Yeah, she threw the cat, and she gave it vodka. And, and there's another one who just, like, literally punched her dog in the face. And I can't remember her name, but um, she's got a lot of crap for it on... Uh, Twitter is lighting her up right now, calling her, like, the biggest POS on the planet. Uh hmm. Yeah, and then, I don't blame them. And then she, it was funny, she, that's not funny, the situation, but she, a, a video surfaced of her saying, you know, from about two years ago where she was saying, you know, as far as, she's like, as far as training your animal, it's never okay to hit your animal because they're going to associate that with a bad behavior and they're not going to learn what they're doing. So she's like going on about how you should never hit your animal. And then here she goes, she Whacks her animal in the face. <laughs> like, um, didn't you just say that you should never? But yeah, that's, you know, that's Twitch for you right now. And that's why a lot of people are, you know, jumping the gun and going to Mixer and other platforms. But uh, I want to wrap that up because you got Star Trek and Outer Worlds news to, to get in. And I don't want to take up too much more time here because we're 20 minutes in here. I didn't realize how. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are. Wow. I didn't realize it went that, that fast. So, Star Trek, we already know um, Picard is coming back for a TV show. We talked about this a few weeks ago on our podcast mm-hmm. that it was pushed back. It's supposed to be out in November this year. They're pushing it to 2020. 
So, but with that, they're also doing, they're making this year um, a Star Trek Picard comic and a novel prequels that hit before the show's air. So CBS has partnered with IDW Publishing and they're doing um, gallery books to bring forth prequels that's going to lead up to the show. The first to launch is a comic book miniseries called Star Trek Picard Countdown, which is the beginning of the installment arriving in November. And the final, it's going to run from November until January. The novel is going to be Star Trek The Last Best Hope, which will follow. Um, it's set to come sometime in February, right after the comic ends. It's going to pick mm-hmm. up the story from the comic into a novel. The novel intends to lead right into the show and introduce many of the new characters that are going to be on screen. Um so that's what they're doing. They're pre because it's been what thirty years since Star Trek ended. Thirty year gap. Oh wow! Has it really been? Yeah, yeah, seventies to twenty twenty, pretty much. Oh damn! Well, there's uh, this. Yeah. So which Star Trek? This is. A, is this like a whole new enterprise? <laughs> I made a pun and didn't realize it. Um, but no, yeah. this is. Like, <laughs> I mean, is this, this is like a whole new, like, so there's not going to be, I imagine there's not going to be any tie, is there any tie into, like, the previous, you know, the previous iterations of Star Trek, or is this a whole new, like... Just the one. There's the one with Picard, The Next Generation, that one that followed the eight seasons, I mm-hmm. believe it was, with Picard, how it ended, they're <laughs> taking that ending, and it's 30 years later or so, and they're showing those these books in the comics going to show what happened in between and lead up to the new movie and our TV show. And this TV show is going to be 10 episodes long and they're going to not individual stories like their old TV show was. It's going to be 10 one, episodes like, of one story. So kind of like a mini series almost where it's like a continuation from. Yeah, yeah. that's actually might be the way to go because that that's going to probably lead to a movie if it doesn't. Hmm, possibly. I think this is them wrapping up Picard's story, though. This is because the way they ended the TV show, and now they're going in and touching upon it more. People were really big on Picard. And now but if it does well, how can you wrap up the story and then just leave people hanging? Hmm, that's true. It all depends on what happens to Picard in the end of this TV show. Or they could just, you know, he'll have an illegitimate son born in a pod that can... Possible that might be their way of going into. I mean, it could be something like that. That would be like someone takes over and is still that. Stranger things have happened, and stranger things. Speaking of stranger things, how far are you? No kidding. uh, I finished. Oh wow! Damn, you go. I'm on season three of Glow now, so here we go. (laughs) Alrighty, so we got Star Trek, which is out of this world for outer worlds. Which, if you're watching this uh, live, I have the trailer playing right now. This game, for the people who have been following, is from the developers of um, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, yes, I remember this. Yeah, and if you've been watching the trailer or you've seen the gameplay, it looks exactly like Fallout, the old school Fallout, the way we love, not 76, going back to old school. It has the same feel, the same gameplay, the same looks, everything around it. And I have a few different things. So the combat holds up without time. uh, They add in what they call um, tactical time Mm -hmm. dilation, 
which is pretty much when you play the Fallout games, it's the vats. It slows times down in real world and lets you everything go slow and you can line up your shots just like the vats. That's their new version of it. So I'm bringing that in. Perks are important. Um, this is going to be based on, it's going to be huge RPG aspects to it. However, the perks in the Outer World are especially worth calling out because of their impact they have on your playstyle. Uh, they're different from skills because you don't determine your uh, aptitude or something. Instead, they uh, give you different approaches to situations. Like, for example, if you really like using the TTD, then you can take a perk that makes it possible for you to stay in the state for longer. Hmm. So all these perks can really they change your play style. It's based on how you like playing. Like if, um, It's pretty much like the attributes and the perks in Fallout, the same way as like that. You get two different things. Then you got, uh, there's humor everywhere. From when I was watching the trailer, they really mm. like putting in the humor in the game. It's uh, like Fallout, but a funny version. Yeah, a little bit. More <laughs> humor to it. Lighthearted. And uh, again, like Fallout, comparing it, you have your choices. Every dialect, you have a different tree, and it'll affect mm. the outcome. Who's going to help you? Who's going to join you? Who's going to fight you? How you get through every situation? What kind of character do you want to play? Do you want to be evil? Do you want to be good? How are you going to achieve your goals? NPC interaction is huge in this game. Like, what happens if I kill the person in charge of a cult? Well, that's going to change the outcome of what goes on in that cult, then. No personal takeover. Maybe you'll end up taking over. Choices are big in this So game. choices actually matter as compared to being predetermined yeah. and like so many yeah. other games where they're just your, they make you think your choices matter, but they don't really matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it's going to be a huge open world. So in, in one point, your choices won't really matter because you'll go to one town and you'll do all mm. these choices, which will affect this town. Then once you leave, really, what's what's what is there? <laughs> what is so, in a way, they matter, but in a way, they don't really matter. You can still play how you want. So then, the only question that I have is, I'm kind of looking here, is there a, there's no co-op? No, this is full single player. Full single player. Yeah, Outer World saw Bethesda's touch on co-op and how they got hurt, and they're mm. sticking complete single player. I'm wondering if that's going to remain to be single player or if at some point they're going to be like, hey. Nope. No touch. They're not even touching online because um, Obsidian, they've never done online games before. No co-op. They just mm. like their single player games. So they're not even going to. Which is good, though, too, because we need single player games because everything is freaking. Everything is Battle Royale anymore or some sort I, of multiplayer. I do like co-op, though. I do like that they're doing a lot more co-op type games. But so. I don't like these. But it's nice to have the single player every once in a while to fall back on because there's not enough of those. But yeah. what do we got also? We have... You had something. Oh, yeah. I had... Um, quickly, just want to touch upon this because I, you know, we are getting closer to our time limit here. Uh, Borderlands 3, there was a whole drama where evidently there was... I don't know if you're familiar with the streamer Sup Motto. I'm not familiar with who that is. But evidently he's a big streamer. And... Uh, so I guess he was playing some sort of demo or something of Borderlands 3 on on his Twitch or something. And then there's a whole big thing where uh, 2K sent these private investigators to his house because of 
they call it the equivalent of a dangling string and him pulling it and revealing something that was supposed to be private and not yet supposed to be seen. And uh, so 2K is basically saying that he exploited something to where they revealed something they weren't supposed to reveal because it was like these in-game menus that weren't finished yet. And he found a way to exploit that particular string to pull it and reveal what wasn't yet supposed to be revealed. I don't know the exact specifics of it, but it's freaking crazy. <laughs> I just wanted to mention it. Like, it's crazy that they're sending... You know, but that's, that's another thing. Uh, some companies are very keeping their secret, not their secrets, their their stuff very guarded, keeping it very, you know, until the release date. They don't want anything to be, you know, leaked that's not leaked by themselves. Yeah. Whereas other companies don't give a crap. So it's kind mm-hmm. of the... That's all I had on that. Um, no, you had some Call of Duty stuff to get into. We're going to skip that due to our time restraints. It's okay. nothing big, so we're going to go right into your controversial topics, I think. I think I discussed most of them, so we're... I had, uh, yeah, pretty much that. I covered it all with the, you know, the Twitch thing and the... I don't want to go on any more controversial because that was pretty heavy. Uh, the only other okay. thing we had was uh, Grand Theft Auto. Uh, 50 countries have banned the casino gameplay in Grand Theft Auto because they consider it gambling. Even though it's not real money and you can't win any actual money. So countries like Afghanistan, Argentina, uh, Belarus, China, Cyprus, Iceland, Israel, Jordan, Libya, Malaysia, North Korea, Poland, Portugal, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, South Korea, Sri Lanka, Taiwan, Thailand, Vietnam, and Venezuela have all bonded Bond band. Bond band. All bonded. <laughs> all bonded. If only that is a topic for the debate show. <laughs> Will those countries ever bond? That would be an amazing Spoiler, achievement. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just wanted to touch upon that quick. And the only other thing that I I know you had your random facts. Oh and- yeah, so. A few things. First, I have about four things here I'm going to go in. They were quick, mm. just like uh, ten seconds each. Jim Carrey, he's against Star Wars complaints. He says that let the artist team do their best and stop complaining, which I don't really agree with because complaining really makes uh, these... We, when we don't complain, look at what we get for movies, they get trash. So when well, we he was also upset that people complained about Sonic, and he's in it. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's what he's saying now. The Sonic complaints. I thought he said Star Wars. No, no. He's complaining against the Sonic complaints. Oh, I, I swear he I heard says, Star Wars. I'm like, why are you saying Star Wars? Get Jim Carrey uh-huh. on Star Wars. No, yeah. he's So he's <laughs> against the... Uh, he says, let the artist team do their best. Which is similar to the complaints we got from Game of Thrones, where the cast is unhappy because people from the cast are saying, stop complaining about the ending, blah, blah, that... That pretty much all these actors and all that getting in, they're saying, we're, we as fans, the only thing we're supposed to do is sit back and enjoy and watch it. We don't have creative development, which I completely disagree with. We don't like it. We get the open speaker mind about. Well, I kind of, I mean, I see both sides. But the thing is also, if you don't say, you know, if they don't listen to the audience, the audience isn't going to stick around. Yeah, I mean, they exactly. can't do everything the audience wants them to do because that would just be complete asinine and be 
100% stupid. Like, there would be no point to if every little thing... But if you don't listen to, like, the general consensus, then you're going to be losing a million viewers each week. Those say you have 15 million viewers to start, and then you go down to 2 million, your show's going to tank. <laughs> I mean, for the big thing, Sonic Design, no one like that. So your movie's going to tank right at the beginning. So that's when you need to listen. You can't say, don't complain about it. No one's going to watch I, I, it. I you mean, need to listen to the complaints. And another it's a topic for the debate show, but Jim Carrey's a total nutcase. I don't take anything he says at face value. Lately, uh, he used to be cool. Man. Oh, he used to I, a little crazy. I miss '90s Jim Carrey. I miss I miss pre Aliens overtook my mind. Jim Carrey. I, I, it's just, uh, but our but, next one, since we're out of time, EA. I don't know if you've heard about this. EA's arguing that Switch owners would generally prefer to play their games yeah. elsewhere. I was reading this. Yeah, they. Yeah. Well, the thing was with EA, they, you know. I, I see what they're saying because a lot of what they say makes sense. You know, a lot of if you own a Switch, a lot of people also who own a Switch own one of the other consoles because you know you are playing. Uh, like for me, a lot of the big games I'll play on my PS4 because if they come out the Switch, you know, the Switch version might be so you know not superior, inferior in comparison. But and that was one thing they touched upon that they it's also a lot of other game developers like Bethesda they said they like working with Nintendo but they're going to branch away they're not going to really work with Nintendo anymore it's a lot of things are the Switch is nice for portability but it lacks the technology well that's so what I mean when the, when that's why I said that. I've said in the past they when they do the Switch the next update with the Switch when they release the next version of it it's got to have more power or else these companies are good I know Nintendo doesn't want to do power but the the reality is that you know they are going to need to at least be able to run 1080p 60 frames per second no excuse because and, that's the way that games are going like especially yeah. now like big developers they're saying it's too much money in work to downgrade their games to fit on nintendo mm -hmm. so that's why they're passing up that's why you're, you're noticing a lot of these big games aren't going to nintendo anymore because they're saying like it's it takes them a lot they develop the game mm. and then they have to redevelop the game a second time to put on and that's ea i'm kind of seeing this as a cop-out they're saying ea saying well people buy your games but they don't buy it on nintendo they buy it other consoles well, the, I, uh, cop -out I mean the other reason it is kind of because the other reason is they also released the this inferior version like they're releasing what they call a legacy version which would be like the xbox 360 version on the switch and they're you know and they're getting away with saying oh this is the version we're releasing and then no one's buying it because it's the equivalent of buying it on the 360 so yeah. <laughs> you know like of course no one's buying it because you're you know you're making it very last generation when people you know don't want that and yeah. uh yeah ea ea is garbage ea how they're backing out Hello Games is actually talking about their interest in the Switch, and they want to bring No Man's Sky onto the Switch now. Oh, I don't know how that's going to work. Could be good, <laughs> could be bad. It'll be interesting on the go, but it's a full online game, so you really need internet every time you play it. So you yeah. can't really leave your house when you play I mean, it. So maybe, maybe, maybe throw at the panic button, because they know what they're doing with these freaking... Or uh, the people who did Rocket League, because they know what they're doing, too. So there's Wait, a couple... So Porting or yeah, for the porting. Well, for the porting, because yeah, if you look at a lot of what Panic Button did with like Doom and uh, Wolfenstein, those freaking play amazing on the Switch, and there's no reason they should. You know, <laughs> I mean, they're graphically yeah. downgraded, but yes, they still they they play how they're supposed to play. But um, before we get into release dates, do you have any other little fun facts? Last thing, 
tariffs. We already know this is going to be a debate topic we're going to talk about, but for game-related things, uh, this already states that the price of video games and hardware and consoles are going to skyrocket. So Switch had a good time coming out with their... Nintendo had a good time coming out with their Switch because Sony already put out something that says when this tariff with the tariffs through mm. their prices are going to go up they're already saying they estimate their consoles probably not even going to outsell the playstation 3 now playstation 5 they're saying it's probably going to break even a little bit under the playstation 3 in general sales because of this tariff thing and it's so, only going to get worse from here i mean it's like you said it's a very it's a very much topic for the debate show because it's a lot of political things behind it but especially if a lot of the politicians get their way with wanting to ban video games and wanting to put more restrictions on M-rated video games, we might see the pendulum you know, swing in the wrong direction. <laughs> Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo all agreed it's bad, and they all announced mm. that it's going to be it's going to hurt their... This is going to be the worst generation for consoles with the tariffs going through. They don't think any of theirs are even going to touch their old... Uh, the sale rates. The Switch yeah. already got a big head start because they've been out before the tariffs, mm. but they're even saying that their sales are going to slow down and they're not going to end the way they, they want to reach. They want to... Nintendo was trying to get to the top three, beating Nintendo, uh, Sony out. They don't think they're going to get there now because of the tariffs. Sony says their PlayStation 5 is not going to even break. Yeah. I mean, it's something we're going to see how this plays out because I'm curious to see, you know, uh, if they're trying to do the slow death of the gaming industry. I don't know. But um, we got, closing out the show, we got August releases. I'm not talking about what came out a week ago already, because I don't even know. Nothing major came out in the first week of August. So we got, on the schedule, we got August 13th. We got Friday the 13th on Nintendo Switch. August 14th, we have No Man's Sky Beyond on the PC, X-Bone, and PS4. August 16th, I have no idea what this is, but Zeus Begins. I think it's on PC. August 22nd, we got Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, and something called On... I'm going to butcher this pronunciation. Aninaki for PC, PS4, and Switch. August 27th gives us Bard's Tale 3, Director's Cut, PS4, and Xbox. August 27th, one that you were hyping up. WoW Classic. And uh, also, we got Wreckfest, which is something I'm checking out, but don't know what it is. And August 30th, one that I'm hoping to get my Game Pass for Xbox, Blair Witch. I knew it. I was waiting. <laughs> and that's all we got, and that's what we got for August. So I don't know what you guys are looking forward to playing, but as far as me, it's going to be Blair Witch. I'm going to be, I have Wreckfest in my Gamefly. I know you're probably going to be on your WoW streaming that. Yeah, probably jumping on WoW, and I'm definitely getting Blair Witch on PC. And No Man's Sky. And no, Well, No Man's Sky is going to be next week, so I guess, yeah. Mm. Next week, it'll be No Man's Sky until WoW Classic comes out, and then I'll be switching between WoW and Blair Witch until uh, Borderlands 3, and then Borderlands 3 until Breakpoint, yep. and, oh, man... Rough. Yeah, my, my GameFly is loaded. I don't like I I barely like to do physical anymore, but my GameFly literally has like thirty different games in the queue for the rest of this year. I'm like Jesus. And this has been Gesture TRT and TG Lord Shamrock here with our this week's episode. So until then, tune in again next week and check us out live or on YouTube, and we'll see you then.